welcome to our Transformers podcast. This is Sean, Charlie, and Thomas. And you're listening to Sparkcast. So we have a special treat for myself and Thomas. This episode was actually a book we looked at somewhere, I think, between our 10th and 15th episode. You have already seen this story before thomas it's just only recently <laughs> have we been able surprise? to uncover the audio recording that went along with said storybook it was found in an ancient archaeological dig called ebay <laughs> i'm gonna let me rewatch that episode to figure out how i want to feel about this this episode <laughs> we read this before probably two and a half years ago around the time we were starting this thing now we have audio to listen to. While we look at it, a fun thing to watch because we had also recently watched and recorded the great car rally episode. Do you remember, Charlie, where they tried to participate in a charity race? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so then, now <laughs> we're getting ready for another car race. Okay. And this is the great car rally. Let's see if similar ideas were used between the animation and the storybook. To read along with us on this podcast, or to read the book before we look at it, you can go to camphortree.net slash tf slash books. That's Camp H-O-R tree. Boy, the art in this is something special. Yeah, we usually yeah. talk about the artist <laughs> and the writer, but I know we talked about them previously, so just, you know, watch our previous episode. Well, I mean, listen to our previous episode for that. I don't remember because that was so long ago. I do remember the author did. Oh, he's done a lot of these books. He's actually, the writer actually did a few of the coloring books we saw, but this is the only storybook he has written. Oh, he also wrote the article in Marvel Age that we read and recorded that has not come out yet. <laughs> but yeah, he's usually a novelist. Yeah, this is that guy who wrote that comic book of Lincoln's Last Days with Bill O'Reilly and did a Vietnam War graphic novel and a few others. And I think I remember him getting nominated and stuff. I remember this story was pretty interesting, but the main thing was the art because a lot of things are just quite not accurate to the show or the figures, even though they have this like cool kind of painted style to them. Like at the beginning of the book says the great car rally and has regular race cars while Jazz is transforming from race car to car to get ready to shoot Decepticons flying at them. Spike, well, it's probably Buster in the book, and his dad are running away to the right. Optimus is to the left like, oh, God, Decepticons. And in the back, it almost looks like a giant Decepticon hovering over the audience, but it's just a regular Decepticon. He just isn't drawn to look like anyone we know oh yeah do you have any questions uh charlie uh no questions just yet <laughs> okay 
right here, the next page, there's a fun little out of continuity picture here where it's just Megatron about to shoot his gun at Optimus while Jazz and Bumblebee are kind of just floating in space. And Optimus is using Cliff Jumper's shoulder as a stabilizer for his gun so he can shoot Megatron, even though, you know, Megatron might end up shooting Cliff Jumper in the face because of that. I know. It's just a weird picture <laughs> to include. This weapon is hovering above Cliff Jumper, but it almost looks like Optimus has a jetpack because it's got he's got. Oh wait, I think that's jets from Bumblebee's. Yeah, Bumblebee is yellow. flying around the uh, orbit of that planet behind him. That's Mars, <laughs> probably, and that's Jupiter all the way in the back there because that's how the planets work, right? And I don't know if that's a missile launching out of. I'm not sure who that is. Is that Mirage? Who is that <laughs> in the corner? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's Mirage. Okay. I said Jazz I, earlier by accident, but I meant Mirage because he's the race car. Because I see a, a missile launching. I don't know if it's going by his head. Or oh, his missile launcher is missing from the cover photo. It's showing him out. He, he has the, this. Yeah, he's is the one your the Transformers read along book. Yeah. So every time you hear story, this sound, I'll try to stop here every two pages, unless you really need to describe to what's the happening page in here. your storybook. All right. Now, let's begin. if you're ready, we'll begin. The Great Car Rally. Don't forget to turn the page every time you hear the sound. Look, Mirage, said the Autobot Cliff Jumper to his friend. There's gonna be a big cross-country car rally. The first prize is free gas and oil for one year. We could sure use that, said Mirage. Gas and oil are our food and water. Let's tell Optimus Prime. Unfortunately, the super-sensitive ears of the evil Decepticon, Soundwave, heard everything they said. Soundwave quietly left to tell his leader, Megatron. He knew that Megatron would use this news to plan a trap which would wreck the Autobots. While Soundwave was telling Megatron what he had heard, Optimus Prime, Mirage, Hound, and Cliffjumper looked at the map of the race route. This race has three parts, or heats. A different car runs in each part, said Optimus Prime. Mirage, you take the first heat because you drive best on winding roads. Hound, you like the mountains, so you take the second heat. Blowout, the last heat is yours. Because we need someone fast for the finish. Now, let's go to the racetrack, said Optimus Prime. And remember, watch out for Decepticons. They say Optimus's voice. Oh my god, yeah. I'm face palming about about yeah. the voice acting. I, I can tell it's one guy, and they had a limited budget, I and so they just added some effects. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't mean to cut you off, Sean, but I just felt like Optimus' voice there was like this is like a big deal. <laughs> yeah, I was just like that. That sounds really weird for Optimus. That was a deal breaker. <laughs> yeah. But what about Cliff Jumper's voice at the beginning? 
Yeah, it's weird. I don't know yeah. how to really what to call it really, but it's it was it's, almost it's jazz. Weird. Like he almost tried to do like a black voice, and then it just turns into like, yeah. It was like very laid back, kind of like <laughs> a, a yeah. hit of twang to it. It got like country, and then it mm -hmm. was just uh, yep. the second voice sounded too much like the first voice. Um, yeah, they did sound similar. Uh, that was sounds like just kind of like hiya. Let's go to this car race, and Mirage is like, "I am robot. I talk monotone." <laughs> yeah, let's go. <laughs> I, I, I almost, I almost wonder if this is stuff that it says 1984-85 because this might be the re-release of the book later. But I wonder if they saw the show beforehand or not, or maybe they were working on it before the show came out, and maybe that's why the voices are so different. Yeah, it was or published. It was also in just cheaper to just do it with the, with the <laughs> just a couple of guys. Just recorded at the drive-through. <laughs> yeah, it uh, it actually says this is different than most kid stuff books because there are more than four actors speaking in it. I mean, so I guess we're going to get more actors. Well, they probably had two actors, two separate actors, and then they created a new actor by combining the voices of the first two to the Optimus <laughs> voice. Oh, you said they combined two people to make Optimus, probably? <laughs> no, it, it sounds like the same guy. They just uh, pitched his uh, the, one of the voices very well. They waste money on like making or, or waste time on making the great car rally in a robot voice, which they could have used somewhere else in the thing. But mm -hmm. why would they do that and not get the other voices kind of right? <laughs> And they do mention Blowout by accident, which has happened a few times in storybooks, which is really just Cliff Jumper's alternate original name before they changed it to Cliff Jumper. Oh, okay. And they, I, I don't know why, but they must have uh, called people who were halfway done with books and said, oh, yeah, we well, just renamed this guy. Don't forget to change your story to match the name name we've approved. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> uh, again, I still want to just point out the art, the detail. Like, even in this second page where they're around the map, you can actually see, like, pretty much the, the route that they're going to take for the race. It's there, and it all makes sense. It's accurate to what was described, where it's very windy at the start, then mountainous, and then a, basically a straight line, just a sprint. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> we've had that a lot of times where the art does not match the story every so often. Because mm. you can tell they were just... This is what might happen, so do this art while the writer works on something. Now, I will say this Optimus doesn't really look like normal Optimus, though. Well, that's because he's got a human-like mouth instead of a faceplate. And his chest isn't just the straight white. It's kind of just like, I don't know, clear, but it's in shadow, so it looks like it's just gray. Yeah, but they're very detailed, though. Like, there's they, a lot are of shading. There's like a lot the of like, three-dimensionality to it. The art is actually really detailed and good even though it is a little off from what the characters are supposed to be it's also yeah. because it looks yeah. weird because it's so somewhat realistic as if these characters actually exist in a kind of living world yeah it's definitely the art is has that 60s 70s feel and it's definitely throwing off that kirby <laughs> the love bug dukes of hazard disney live action movies kind of feel it looks like a vhs that huh, huh. that came from like 1979 <laughs> or something 
So next two pages. The starter waved his flag and the race was on. Yahoo! Look at them go! Shouted Spike Witwicky. He and his what? father, Sparkplug, were good friends of the Autobots. Wow! Look at that, Dad! Mirage is already in the lead! Yes, son, said Sparkplug. But this is just the start of the race. The Autobots have a long way to go before they can win. This part has some sharp curves, said Mirage. But as a race car, I can handle anything this road has to give. Oh, yeah? Said the jet fighter Skywalk as he suddenly swooped down. Let's see how well you handle my missiles and machine gun bullets. Maybe I spoke too soon, said Mirage as he twisted and turned. <laughs> okay, I actually like Skywarp's voice. That's a decent... Yeah, that sounded like example. a real voice. <laughs> also, I was a little confused. I didn't think Spike ever showed up in the storybooks. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I feel like... Yeah. I thought it was always, you know, because in the show, doesn't Spike have black hair? Uh, brown. Brown hair, yeah. And it's always Buster whenever we look at the storybooks, the coloring books and all that, and he's, like, got blonde hair. Yeah, this guy so. is... They're drawing Spike and Sparkplug like just realistic people yeah. from back in the day. <laughs> but it looks like, it looks like Buster... Yeah. From the other stories, but maybe they accidentally—they're not cutting any corners with this book series. They—they got the budget. They're not paying the the stunt actors to the star. They're getting the real deal. I almost wanted to be like, "Wow, look, Dad, I'm acting." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he does. He does sound like that. I don't like his voice. (laughs) I mean, it's not—it's not bad for the character. I just don't like it. And this—this doesn't sound like any of the other audio cassettes we've listened to yet it has a different narrator and it has a different voice cast i don't remember the narrator sounding like that for the other storybooks we've done where they had to turn the page and stuff oh yeah and i guess i forgot to mention that the very beginning when they started playing the music i was like oh this sounds good oh yeah i like like excited it does not look very 80s though as far as the art goes and i don't know other than the music it's not throwing off that that vibe i guess so well you know this artist has been working since the 60s yeah so a lot of his art style because i remember i forget where what we talked about last time but i know that he has a ton of other art from other books as well like it says he's done a lot of the the he-man storybooks which you actually found a picture of before we started this yeah and he's done a lot of other storybooks for kids, though. But I'm pretty sure he did a lot more other stuff as well. well Norm. But we've already talked about him before. See our old podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did work on the comic books. He's worked on Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, Six Million Dollar Man, and Hulk comic books, and a lot of other uh, books and artwork for companies and stuff. So, yeah. So, anyway... And then the next picture we had was just, it was very simple. Mirage getting shot at by Skywarp. That, that's pretty much it. But in a beautifully panted landscape, I might add. So I anyway. Said beautifully panted landscape. Painted. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> anyway, right. moving Brain on. Brain rot. 
Mirage discovered that he was losing his lead over the other cars. Skywarp laughed evilly as he watched Mirage struggle to run the race and dodge his missiles at the same time. I'd better use my secret weapon, said Mirage. Suddenly, a strange-looking cannon popped out from behind Mirage's cockpit and shot a beam of energy at Skywarp. Hey! shouted Skywarp angrily. My electrical circuits don't work anymore! I'm out of control! That's my electro-disruptor! said Mirage as Skywarp crashed into the sea. It's made to mess up electrical circuits, like yours! So long, Skywarp! I have a race to run! Mirage raced to make up for lost time, but when he reached the end of the first heat, as fast as he went, he was still in last place. <sighs> I'm tired, gasped Mirage as he turned back into an Autobot. Keep your headlights peeled for Decepticons, Hound. Don't worry, shouted Hound as he kicked into four-wheel drive for the rough road ahead. My infrared eye beams can spot a Decepticon a mile away. <laughs> Did Mirage's voice change at the end of the previous page? As he's saying so long Skywarp, I could have sworn his voice changed to not how he was sounding. Yeah, he, he was sounding more like Ernie or something. Yeah. Also, <laughs> yeah, like... why do you need an electric beam? You have a giant missile launcher on your on your shoulder. It's made to mess up electrical circuits like yours. <laughs> Where does his missile go when he transforms into a car? Does it just mysteriously vanish like Optimus Prime's trailer and then just shows up as he's transforming magically? It sits next to the gas tank. That's the safest place to put it, right? (laughs) What is going on with this voice acting? Okay, it's not like... Did they read it once through just to get the punctuation or something? I like how he... Skywarf laughs evilly, as if that's a thing you can do. I don't think you can use evil as adjective there, verb. God, I can't remember right now. The story's making me dumb. Um, <laughs> but but it's just a picture of him shooting his laser, uh, the opposite side of the countryside, and then we see Jazz touching Hound to be like, yeah, go, as if he's passing the baton on. What do you think of Hound's voice now? Uh, I c- can't recall it. Oh, God. <laughs> I accidentally looked ahead and saw that Huffer's here. I don't know what his voice is. He's going to sound great. What? Yeah. Okay, I'm angry that he read this line like this. Okay. Hey, shouted Skywarp angrily. My circuits don't work anymore. I'm out of control. <laughs> is that how he read it? Like, yeah, just like or that, that isn't that isn't even quite it. It was just like I'm out of control. <laughs> That's what he said at the end. Who says that? That's funny. But it, it's like it seems like he would have read it through once to just kind of get the feel for it or something, and then read it again. But they must have just recorded this in just one shot. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see. I'm going to do the next four pages so that we can get this little mini story in here and see what happens. Unfortunately, up ahead, Rumble was planning a different type of trap. 
hound will be so busy looking for Decepticons, he won't see that the bridge is gone until it's too late. Said Rumble as he turned on his terrible earthquake power. And with a loud crash, the steel bridge fell to the ground. He <laughs> did. Laughed Rumble. Another dirty trick. Well done. But as soon as Rumble was gone, Huffer, the Autobot's best builder, rolled up. Uh. I thought Rumble would try something mean like this, he said. And in a flash, he began to weld the bridge back together. I've got to work as fast as I can, Huffer said. I just hope I can get everything put back together before the racers come. Huffer finished the bridge in record time, even for him. Everyone made it safely across and to the start of the third heat. But just as Cliff Jumper was about to take off, Thundercracker attacked. My missiles will blow you to bits, Cliff Jumper! Said Thundercracker. Oh no, they won't! Shouted Hound. Duck, Cliff Jumper! And Hound heroically jumped between the missiles and his friend. Cliffjumper tried to stop Hound, but he was too late. Thundercracker's missiles shattered Hound into a thousand pieces. As soon as the coast was clear, Ratchet rushed up. Get back into the race, Cliffjumper, said the Autobots medic. Now fix Hound. You sure go all to pieces when a missile hits you, Hound. Joked Ratchet as he put Hound back together. Ouch! Said Hound. Be careful. You're tightening those screws too tightly, Ratchet. I want to make sure you don't have any screws loose, that's all. Said Ratchet. I hope Cliff Jumper is all right. Said Hound worriedly. Ratchet nodded. He was worried about what might happen to their friend, too. Are you worried, Thomas, what might happen to Cliff Jumper too? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, and oh guess God. what? They got Rumble correct. In the picture, no, Rumble is actually the red and yellow purple version, not just the two shades of purple version that everybody incorrectly used him as in a lot of the stuff. Uh, okay. So, that purple <laughs> but, doesn't look very purple to me. What is it? Yeah, also, he's, he's like 100 feet tall. He's supposed to be tiny. He's supposed to be a little cassette transformer. Yeah, he's a little tiny thing. Well, no, well, yeah, but a lot of times in the story, do you remember the one we read recently where Rumble was as tall as Soundwave? Yeah, that's one thing, but this is like, he's towering over trees. Yeah, oh, those are small trees. <laughs> yeah, I see. And he doesn't have his pile drivers, like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, he's supposed he's, to be this. Stepping on stuff, but yeah, but but they did get the color right, which is kind of hilarious. He's just shaking. (laughs) And then uh, the picture with Huffer, it shows Huffer in like six different places repairing the bridge, but there's something wrong here, and it's Huffer's not complaining about anything. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was gonna say. He's not very huffy at all. What what happened to the like usual grouchiness? There's nothing. He's not like. He's better like. Why am I even working on this bridge? Yeah, Everyone's exactly. just gonna die anyway. 
Uh, <laughs> that would have been more true. <laughs> oh man. It's just so funny. It's like, wee! I forget if his character description says like he's fast or something. Uh, it said, Huffer, oh, here it was, hit their best builder. Seriously? Uh, and oh my god, the next page though is start third heat and shows Cliff Jumper about to start the race, Thundercracker above Hound, and Hound exploded. Hound looks <laughs> dead. Yeah, that's great. If you were a kid reading this for the first time, you would think Hound just died. <laughs> it does look like that. There's just pieces everywhere. Oh, Ratchet is in the background. I mean, even if he didn't die, it wouldn't make any sense that he would be able to be put together that quickly. Yeah. Because immediately in the next shot, I mean, Ratchet's got them mostly together. And you think, I mean, you can see little tiny pieces down there. I'm like, if that was an explosion, those pieces are gone, man. What are you talking about? (laughs) No, they're made of cybertronium. You know, whatever well, that they, is. they have magnets, they just they they're like lead, they just they drop where they are or something. <laughs> it was it like 10 seconds of metal noises, like he's just adjusting him, like kern, kern, kern. <laughs> I'm like a little overboard on this sound effects, but uh, it'd be fun to interview or like see a, a, a article about the person who actually had to edit these videos or make these things. Like, do the actual sound of the voices, get the actors in there, and make all this happen. Because it is kind of like a recording session, and you'd have to do all that. I'm sure one guy did all the organizing for every- and editing for everything. Sounds like one guy recorded it all, <laughs> for the most part. There might have been a second guy in there, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the next page, yeah, it's just a uh, hound laying on the ground, about to be repaired by Ratchet, as if he's almost finished. But it looked as though Hound and Ratchet had nothing to worry about. Cliff Jumper was blowing away all the other race cars. Yahoo! Shouted Cliff Jumper happily. I was built for speed, and I love to use it. All I have to do is pass that big black car, and I'll win for the Autobots. Slowly, Cliff Jumper gained on the lead car. Then, when they began to get close to the finish line, they were neck and neck. Now I have you right where I want you, shouted the black car's driver. Oh no, shouted Cliff Jumper. It's Megatron. Right, shouted Megatron. My energy cannon will melt you into a lump of worthless metal. With an evil laugh. He pulled the trigger. Yeah, that was close, said Cliff Jumper as he ducked away from the white hot blast of energy. You can't dodge me forever, growled Megatron. That's right, thought Cliff Jumper. What can I do? Megatron's trying to melt Cliff Jumper, shouted Bumblebee, who saw the fight with his telescopic vision. Don't worry, Bumblebee, said Optimus Prime. I know how to handle big bullies like Megatron. All you have to do is find yourself a bigger stick, like this one. 
And quick as a wink, Optimus Prime pulled a huge telephone pole out of the ground as though it were just a blade of grass. Now, to take care of Megatron, said Optimus Prime. <laughs> oh my god. This this story. Like the acting is what's hilarious. Megatron is is good though. I like his voice. The art got hilarious. Oh yeah, that's it's like Megatron in Hold on, like, hold on. Uh... First, the boring picture before it, which is just five cars racing away from you. And yeah. Then to the awesome picture. <laughs> okay, what Charlie, describe what's happening to us, please. Megatron is just popping the roof open on a like some kind of 1950s Cadillac or something, and it's black and it it just looks like it belongs to Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like shooting his kid. He's just popped the top off the car and he's inside in his full robot form just firing a cannon at cliff jumper who has eyes on the front of his car yes i was seeing if you guys would notice that because it's so down there at the bottom you're so, this is so on- weird so i went back to look and see mirage doesn't have eyes so yeah. like it's it's it seems like they only did this with cliff jumper and i can't tell if because there's another shot of cliff jumper from the front and it that car that version doesn't seem like it has eyes yeah, it doesn't I look like it does. So I don't know why they decided to do that. They here. normally don't have eyes in their their yeah. car forms, but it looks very disturbing. Yeah, it's, it's as funny as like that. There's that picture of Shockwave, where even though Shockwave has that giant octagon thing, someone actually drew two eyes and a smiley mouth in it once on one of the storybooks we read, <laughs> and it was so hilarious. Think about uh, how boring the picture could possibly look, though, if it was just cars. If that one car was Megatron, but he was inside of it, you know, with the whole thing just closed up. You just yeah. see him through the window. And then... where, where are Megatron's feet? Are they, like, where the engine should be right now? Because he does not have room to be fitting in there unless he took apart the lower half of his body. <laughs> that could have been what happened. He just kind of integrated himself with the car. <laughs> so what were you saying charlie as i was saying um it would look really boring i think if they um just had a normal car there for cliff jumper and if megatron wasn't just popped out shooting at him like it could be half transformed to be like gotta get away but they yeah do they could have done that um i i don't know that that's an interesting enhancement mm-hmm. <laughs> I still think that, yeah, I think the most boring picture is probably the one before it where the cars are just driving, even though it is still really well-painted. Yeah. It's not exciting to look at. That looks very generic. I mean, that could be anything. That could be Herbie again. Like, yeah. Oh, and Bumblebee, they tried to draw, like, I guess, black lines around his eyes, and they might even be slightly poking out to indicate his telescopic vision that he never actually uses in the TV show or doesn't have in the TV show that he has in all these books. (laughs) I see the eyeballs popping and I and Optimus still doesn't have his faceplate. He's got a mouth this entire storybook. I kind of like the mouth. I actually kind of like the mouth. I'm just weird, but <laughs> I do remember he uses the he removes the faceplate a lot in Transformers Prime. They actually gave him a mouth for that one for the first time. Oh yeah, he like slides it 
on and off like he's getting ready to fight or something when he gets <laughs> when he gets ready to fight. Yeah. What was I going to say? Oh yeah. Optimus's philosophy here about bullies, it's basically like if they punch you, you make sure you punch back with brass knuckles. <laughs> if they hit you with a bat, you make sure you go grab an iron pipe and you hit them with it. That is Optimus Prime's creed here. Always fight back with something bigger. <laughs> uh, we're about to end this, and let's see if the Autobots can win the race and defeat Megatron. Optimus Prime rushed up the race route. Then he stood beside the road like a baseball batter waiting for Megatron. So, Optimus Prime thinks this race is a baseball game, does he? Shouted Megatron as he saw his enemy. Well, this fastball is going to roll right over him! But, just as Megatron was about to hit Optimus Prime, Optimus Prime stepped back one step and took a mighty swing with his telephone pole. Crack! It's a home run! Shouted Optimus Prime as Megatron went sailing into the horizon. Goodbye, and good riddance, Megatron! And the winner is... Clip Jumper! Congratulations, Clip Jumper! Shouted Spike, Sparkplug, and the Autobots. I didn't win this race alone, said Clip Jumper. We all won this race together. And that means we all get to share the great first prize. I'm really thirsty, said Cliff Jumper. Come on, let's go drink some of our year's supply of gas and oil. If you don't mind, said Spike with a smile, I'll stick to my hot dog and soda. <laughs> Uh, that was terrible. <laughs> that was that was terrible. The end of it. Oh, the pictures at the end. Oh man. I'm gonna write a companion story piece to this called "The Great Car Rally Sabotager," and it's just gonna be about the business that hosts this car rally going promised a year supply of oil, and the Autobots want to race. Quick, we gotta say only humans can race. And then they can't change it in time. And they're like, if they win, we'll go under. We can't afford to give oil to all these big robots for a year. And so they set about to sabotage the race to save their company. I just, like, can you imagine how much oil that's going to be for all of them? <laughs> oh, man. Well, what would you think of that uh, ending there, Thomas? Uh, I thought it was... Very unnecessary that they had to continue with this little trend with Cliff over here having these weird eyes. Oh, because they're closed as he crosses the finish line. Like he's happy. He, they're open when he's uh, watching Optimus oh my God. swing on. Uh... <laughs> it, it looks terrible. It looks so bad. This is, you, know, you know what? This is another perfect reason why Cliff Jumper is the worst. This is, it's, it looks awful. It looks oh, man. Oh my God. It looks like it's part of another toy line or figures that aren't transformers right 
That doesn't make any sense. That looks like something from Disney's cars. Like, Why is <laughs> like he that's the only... Vader? Like yeah. all looking. So he looking... must have eyes in the picture where he first appears because those must just be painted lightly so that you can't really tell. Yeah, I was trying to scroll back up. There's no way a, a, ra- a Formula One race car has eyes. And Hound is never seen from the front because he's seen blown up in the background. So there's no way to tell if those little circles would have also been eyes. When his body's laying down there, I can't tell either. It almost looks like Megatron's car also had eyeballs, right? If you look at it, those headlights look like eyeballs with a black circle inside, right? Like he's driving inside another Decepticon. Yeah, which wouldn't make any sense. But yes, I, I see what you're, you're saying. I mean, it almost looks like it. Mm-hmm. It's just so, so funny. Uh, the other feature I hate is Optimus's face at the end of this. Oh, the he big laugh, so like, ho-ho, we yeah. won. Yep. It looks like a goofball. It's, it, is, it is ridiculous. Charlie, this artist actually returns and does a lot of more storybooks that we'll look at, including some that even go into season three way in the future when they jump to the future and do a time skip with new characters. All right. I'm just looking at the party at the end of this. It's just, uh, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Those are some smiles. At first, I was like, congratulations, Cliff Jumper. I was like, hey, now, you were racing with Hound and Mirage. And then he does say, okay, I didn't win this race alone. So good on him. That's one point for Cliff Jumper. 125 to negative 124. So, nope. Optimus <laughs> looks like Lucky from Lucky Charms is in his house. Yeah. And what about Bust, uh, Buster Spike there? Spike is just. Just modeling. His face looks like somebody I know. That's what's weird about his face. Oh, yeah. Like, and I can't like, put my finger on it. These just look like people from the 60s. <laughs> That's what they look like. like. He looks like like a 60s mom showing off her new washing machine. That's like olive oh, green. Oh, yeah. That is, <laughs> yes, that is that pose. That is 100% that pose. What is? <laughs> the way that uh, Spike is posing. Okay. It looks like, you know, an old commercial, old-timey commercial. Or ad in like a magazine where like the mom is like posing next to the fancy new machine. I was almost gonna say you don't think if you added glasses to Spike there he'd look like me, right? Because my hair always looks like that and is that same color. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> it's not quite that haircut. <laughs> <laughs> don't ha- I don't exactly have those muscles because it does look like he has a little bit of muscle, but you know. uh, <laughs> <laughs> what about um, Spark Plug? Who's he remind you of? Oh, uh, no one. He just looks like something that just came right out of like MASH or um <laughs> trying to think of other old TV series where people look like that. Maybe um Gunsmoke or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. He just took the cowboy hat away and just put on a baseball cap. There you go. So what did you think of the story, Charlie? Uh, oh, man. I don't like that Cliff Jumper won at the end. That just soured it for me. Like, well, uh, where he just said, I won or something or what? Yeah, why did he have to win? Uh, couldn't he just drive off of a cliff? Somebody else could win. <laughs> and also, Optimus came in. So, well, first, Hound had to jump in front of a missile to save him. And then Optimus saved him. So all Cliff Jumper did was dodge a few missiles from Megatron to win the race. I mean, Bumblebee could have been in the race and won, and uh, all these other guys, but no, like... Wait a minute, who's number 23 who has a guy riding in him? Is that Spike riding no, him? No, I think that's just a normal car, because there's only one Autobot racing at a time. 
Oh, okay. Because I'm just like, well, who was that? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Why would there be like just one being driven by a guy? <laughs> oh, okay. So I see. But yeah, think of the story. I just don't like if you were. <laughs> Thomas, it looks like your hatred of cliff jumpers starting to infect Charlie too. Why would it just be starting? I mean, it was there from the very beginning. The first thing, everybody feels the same way. But I haven't heard that from you before, have I, Charlie? About you saying you don't like cliff jumper for any reason? Uh, cliff jumper jumps to conclusions all the time, and he's just a jerk. Um, yeah. Okay. As you've watched the TV show, you've come to realize that. Yeah, pretty much. He's always throwing people under the bus, like Mirage. But that's his character. That's who he's supposed to be. Oh, man. The artist doesn't have any of his Marvel characters on his website. Just Conan and Masters of the Universe. The other button links don't work anymore. But I recognize that Black Widow up there. I think, I'm pretty sure I have some of his trading cards. Because I recognize that art as some of the art that would come up on my trading cards for Marvel comic cards in the 90s. But anyway... Did you have any uh, last comments about the voice acting, the the story, anything, Thomas? Nope, that was it. Charlie? Uh, nope. Okay. That was pretty funny to hear that. I think listening to the audio with all the characters trying to voice act was the funniest thing. <laughs> Does this make you guys want to take a book that doesn't have an audio cassette and try to make our own audio Transformers book? Yes. We'll already have a leg up because we'll have three voices and not just two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, someone's got to be the narrator. We've got to have a director, right? So <laughs> Somebody's got to direct it. You can't someone's got to uh, direct this. Just record it on the fly and just edit the, edit the heck out of it. And Hey, do you want to make something high quality or do you just want to put it out there for the masses? Do you think they directed that script? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know if he practiced. Like, did, did they just read it one time, or? Well, they would have had to do a few lines to get into the 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 spill of it and all that. <laughs> get into the spill of it. I like that. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. <laughs> I don't even know if that's used as an actual way to say things, but I just made that word up or used it from an old timey dialogue. I have no clue. A spill seems to be the the way that was produced. So. But yeah, but otherwise, that was hilarious. Everyone should listen to that, and I'm done. <laughs> Music was exciting, I had to say, though. What'd Especially you say? That. I said the part with Huffer had some exciting music. That oh, was yeah, that was, that was fun, the background music. Yeah. I do have a lot of free music that you can use for anything websites saved, so we really could get this, uh, this audio book up and running if you wanted to take a story that doesn't have one. Let's do it. <laughs> Do we get the dong sound every time it's time to change the page? No, we need a better sound than that. We could have used, I mean, they could use that race thing. We can use the Windows 95 hooray sound effect. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I was thinking of, you know, the Wilhelm scream that's used in movies? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but mo- but modulate it to sound like one of the Transformers. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Sean. Charlie. And Thomas. Have a good night. Sparkcast is a free podcast. If you'd like to help out the show, you can donate to the Patreon for Geek Aid at 
E-E-K-A-D-E. You can also check out my personal Patreon at Realms of Flux. R-E-A-L-M-S-O-F-F-L-U-X.